0: Thank um. Room 303 I'm your host Jermaine Colon-Mendez This is my co-host Nicholas Morehead And as always we have with us EPE How are you doing this evening Nick? So I just got a a PSA Before we start the sports stuff Anybody that's listening to this podcast Is coming out to Washington D.C. Don't have your Political setting set as moderate Because it doesn't mean moderate It means you're conservative apparently that's Nick's fun weekend tip of the of the uh, weekend tip for visiting D.C. So if you're trying to get punani, you got to put liberal. Or conservative. Whatever it helps, just don't put moderate. Don't be shy about it. And if you are moderate, I'm sorry. Sex to <laughs> these. It's not my rules. I'm just playing by them. It's not my rules. <laughs> I'm just frustrated by them. I'm All right. Good.
1: How are you doing this evening, Eric? Oh, doing good. Uh i don't understand why you can't just like why is this such a problem to be conservative like
0: or is you that not be, what you're saying you can't be conservative but oh, okay in the city it's kind of frowned upon these days <laughs>
1: all right yeah that they want sense.
0: they they want you to encourage children to cut off their their genitalia bro hmm. if you can't beat them halfway then you're not an ally and moving on <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today's episode is going to be a pretty fun one. We're going to be going through the um, uh, Pop Culture Pick'em, which is the top five (laughs) stadiums you want to visit. We'll be doing the NFC North preview. We'll be doing Madden rankings, and we'll be doing communion with E. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get right into Pop Culture Pick'em. I have first pick today. Nick has second pick, and Eric has third pick, as is customary. And I'm going to be going with the Allianz Arena, Munich, Germany. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a good pick. <laughs> For nothing better than it's a fantastic arena. That's that's fantastic. I just I want to go see the, the color panels. Because that's yeah. such a cool fucking part of that arena. The arena itself is dope as fuck. I right. picked it because I had first choice and Nick is in. <laughs> Nick gets to choose as well. So now he's grumpy. It and. <laughs> It's just a fire, fire stadium. Let's see. The 466 million bowl stadium attracts the most interest for its color shifting facade. Right. So basically and what basically Jermaine's, Jermaine is saying is that the entire outside of the stadium is color panels that they can change to whatever individual panel they want. So it, it displays really cool patterns. It says red, blue, and white or the colors. And it's to well, match whichever team plays inside. Is it? They, they can do other colors, can't they? I thought, they yeah, had... they did a whole thing for Pride Month where they for turned Pride, yeah, 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 okay, okay. I, that's why when I read this, I was just like, I, I feel like this is wrong, mm-hmm. but and um, for whatever team plays inside, there's one team that plays inside. No, it says host to soccer teams Bayern, Bayern, TSV 1860, uh, and the German national squad. If they host TF TSV. Yeah, eighteen sixty. Oh, they. Oh, eighteen sixty Munich as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it yeah. says it says Munchen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. That's that's Munchen. Yeah, it's German for Munich. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, Munich. The, ger- the German language is hideous. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not love language. <laughs> they're they're you're. <laughs> we only con- We only conquer love languages. Munchen. Uh, I'm going to mute it. <laughs> All right, that's my first pick. Let's get into your pick, Nick. Uh, so I was I was going to pick a soccer stadium with my first pick. I was debating between a soccer stadium and Allianz. I'm not going to take Allianz. I'm going to take Center Court, Wimbledon. Well, I'm not sorry. I mean, I'm not going to talk. Take a stadium. I can't take Allianz because Allianz has already been taken. Yeah, that's why I was just like, well, no shit, it's already been selected. So I'm going to take Wimbledon. Give me Wimbledon Center Court on obviously a final. Obviously a final. Yeah, I mean, first of all, if you're if I'm picking a stadium, it's like I'm trying to see the Champions League final in this arena. Like, yeah, you know, for sure. I would look. I'd go to a regular season Bayern Bayern game, but like, yeah. Come on, you, you want it to be mean something for sure. It's like seeing uh Byron versus City at, at Lambo, yeah, it's a good game, or seeing Bayern versus DC United. I mean, it's kind of like the same feel, yeah, it's a little bit, it's pretty similar, dude.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, Eric, what's your first pick? <laughs> uh, so my first pick, I actually am gonna go with the soccer stadium as well. Um, I'm gonna go with Stanford Bridge, one. Uh, you know, see the home team get a W, beat up on the other team. Uh, and then with my second pick, um, never been, not really a big fan of the sport, but it's the team I root for. So um, I got to say Fenway. I, I really want to go to Fenway one day.
0: Fenway's really nice, and I wish when I went there, I would have paid the extra like 300 bucks and sat on top of the monster. But you can get some bad seats at Fenway.
1: There's a horrible viewing. It in. costs, sitting on top of the monster is expensive? I think
0: I saw a uh, I saw a Orioles Red Sox game in maybe early June, maybe late May, and it was like two hundred and eighty five bucks to sit on the monster. Wow! Which is which? Which now I would not hesitate to do that, but back yeah. then I was having my finances controlled by uh, external sources. Goddamn U.S. government. <laughs> well, no, that wife plant can be a fickle bitch. <laughs> so I went to Fenway and saw Derek Jeter's farewell tour. So I got free tickets to the Red Sox Yankees game and Jeter went yaktown USA over the green monster. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. So that's um, kind of check. If you hadn't, if that, that wouldn't be on your, I mean, Fenway is on all of our lists. I have just, Jermaine and I have been there. <laughs> Yeah, I've just been there. It's a great pick. That's why we're sitting here talking about right. it. But <laughs> all right, Nick, let's go ahead and get into your second pick. Uh, so I'm going to counter with my soccer stadium that I've switched up again. I want to see a game at Old Trafford. I knew you were going to take this. I way. feel like Old Trafford. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a fuck <laughs> you to Jermaine for that. Uh, old Trafford is, is is famous or infamous depending on on what side you have for literally being. A field in which the touch lines, the sidelines are so small that soccer players will say it feels like the fans are literally on top of them. I just feel like it'd be a really cool match to watch and especially like listen to like English football fans, which have to be the best fans in all the sports. Yeah, they'll just sit there and sing for hours and hours right. on end. All right, so my next pick, I'm obviously taking Wrigley. Wrigley be, Field, yeah, never, be. never been there. Uh, absolutely want to go there. Uh, will go there. there I have next. been there, but not for a game. So I have been in Wrigley and like around Wrigley, but never for a game. You were in Wrigley, but not for a game. What were you uh-huh. in there for? A concert? No. So I got I just got like like when we drove up to uh, Illinois once, I got a tour of Wrigley. Oh, but it was true. like, but it was like in not baseball season or maybe October back then. So it would have been early 2000. So in October, the Cubs weren't exactly playing. It was definitely not baseball season, right. <laughs> not, not in Chicago. No. <laughs> All right. So I got Wrigley and then I, I'm going to, man, there's a lot of choices here, huh? Um, Let's go with the London Olympic stadium. What would you would you watch like? What would you watch there? Um, Any Dane event? Dane Cook. Dane Cook at the Olympic Theater, <laughs> <At> the <laughs> Olympic, the Olympic Stadium. That's a good pick. I, yeah, it's, I think like it, it would be. It's very like unique opportunity to see to see a, a, a event there. I think the history would be amazing. Yeah, one hundred. Look, I'm picking stadiums purely based on history. So yeah. Right, uh, yeah, I'm going Augusta National. That's, I mean, and it's it's not that crazy to be able to like because I don't. I'd have to ask. I'd have to ask. Uh, shout out Josh Spencer. I'd have to ask Spence if if you because you have to enter a raffle for Augusta tickets. And then I wonder if after that raffle, do you have to pay for the tickets? Yeah. Yeah, no. you're in, you're in a raffle just, um, you know, to to for the opportunity to spend hundreds of dollars. <laughs> Sweet. Now, then again, if I can watch, if I can watch a final round at Augusta, I mean, it it my price point goes up dramatically. Yeah, I mean, look. First of all, if I'm in a raffle for Augusta, it's because I want to go. Obviously, right. So I'm gonna spend whatever money it's it's gonna take. So.
1: Bye, Eric. All right. So, with my next pick, I'll probably um, not really a big fan of the sport, but I think it'd be dope as shit to watch. Um, I want to go to Talladega. Oh, that's a good one. And then, probably after that, uh, with my fourth pick, I'll do Churchill Downs.
0: Man. That's just that, that's that swept, that swept a lot of my board off. That's a good pick. Those are good picks. All um, go- <laughs> I'll go back. I'll, I'll go back, and I'll, 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 uh, I'll double back down on the baseball stadiums. I haven't seen a game in Yankee Stadium, and I'm actually looking this summer to try to go see a Yankees Red Sox game in Yankee Stadium. Now it can't be the old Yankee Stadium, so we have to deal with the hitter's paradise that is the new Yankee Stadium. But. Yeah, cricket, good. Good. <laughs> but I just don't like the new stadium. Right, but it's still I mean it's still like I mean, iconic. I mean, I guess. <laughs> iconic. Yeah, it's a Yankee Stadium. Um since no one's taken it, Madison Square Garden. Yeah, it's it's kind of surprising Madison Square Garden fell so down this much, but I mean there's there's some great, there's some great stadiums in here. Yeah, it's not like we picked terrible uh, options. Like Madison Square Garden, what's their capacity? I don't even think the capacity is twenty thousand. Really? Yeah. If you look oh it up, my Mad- God, that's, that's awful. Madison Square Garden's not big at all, bro. Twenty thousand seven hundred eighty nine. Holy crap! Oh, okay. Because they have done they've done recent renovations to get more seats in there, so that, that put them. They, so, they hit that eight hundred to get over the twenty thousand. So based on court configurations, basketball is nineteen thousand eight hundred. Ice hockey is eighteen thousand. Pro wrestling is eighteen five. Concerts are twenty thousand. And boxing, you could fit twenty thousand seven hundred eighty nine. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand that Madison Square Garden is famous because it was one of the first ones built. They didn't. They didn't think they would. They would be doing seventy thousand people. You know what I mean? So yeah that's that's, I I guess it has such a like the status of it is so large that you just you look at all these like photos of like games and stuff there and you figure there's like tons of people in there yes yeah and uh so help me out here do you guys what's the famous stadium in Australia Roland Garros no it's is it the Roland Garros? That's where they played. Oh, Roland Garros is, is French. That's right? Austria. Yeah, that's some French. It's like right on the water. I've been trying to Google it. I just can't remember the name of it. I'm not, I am feel like I'm missing it. What, what do they, they play there? there? I don't know. It's, it's just like <laughs> a super well, famous. What city <laughs> is, it the, is it in? I thought
1: it was – Stadium?
0: Is Etihad Sorry, Etihad Is that the one by the water?
1: there's no pictures of it
0: that doesn't help. <laughs> I don't dude. I keep googling I keep like getting terrible photos of it I mean there's there's the one in Sydney is called the Allianz stadium that does like soccer rugby league and rugby union
1: they have the Optus stadium which looks like it's right on the water can you share your screen the Melbourne cricket yeah. ground maybe
0: yeah and so this is I'm was trying to figure it out while we were talking, but... I, we're just guessing at this point. I, I couldn't find it. I'm trying to... It's like a super iconic... It's is it right this on, It's right on the water. Let me see. The Melbourne Cricket Ground is close. Uh, I don't know. That's pretty small. I can't see that. Stadium Australia, maybe? No, that's that, not that's, close that, that's the one I thought it was, too, but... No, nope. that's not it. Oh, anyways, I can't think of it. I'm going to go with... Um... Ooh, this is an interesting choice. Well, we just talked about it this weekend. I'm gonna go with Tory Pines. Tori Pines, that's good. I I want to uh, play um, Tory Pines, though. Uh yeah, I actually one of the one of the things that I was kicking myself is that when I was a young enterprising officer in the United States Navy, during basically the, the service warfare officer basic training, I had an opportunity with a buddy to Go play Tory Pines and get lessons from the golf pro and we decided not to do. It. What? Just it was it's it's just it was a stupid decision. Yeah, so it is, so the landmark Sydney football stadium is being renamed the Allianz Stadium. Okay, so it is Allianz. It is so you got Allianz twice. <laughs> I guess so. I didn't what so what is Allianz? Is that a f- airline? I believe it's a telecommunications company. Okay. But that could be a quick Google if we had an executive producer. Yeah, well, we'll look into getting one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Nevada is on, you know, I think maternity leave. So it's a, you...
1: it's a multinational insurance and financial services corporation. Like I said, telecommunications.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, right on. Right on. Uh, nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. All right, so what so what was your what was the pick? You want you want Alliance in Australia or not? No, nah, I already went Tory Pines. Okay. Tory Pines. Tory Pines was to end it, or is, is Tory Pines your next choice? Oh that's I have a, to that's you my no, have you another, know, another choice, just, correct? No, no, I don't.
1: No, it doesn't.
0: Madison, Madison Square Garden and Tory Pines right, oh, right on my list. Oh man. All right. Well we got Old Trafford, we got center court, Wimbledon, we got Yankee Stadium, we got Augusta Nashville. I think I'm going to follow up with uh, Eric's line of thinking. I want to see an F1 race. Oh, that's a great fucking choice. In Monaco. The that's- Monaco Grand Prix uh, is... Uh, I mean, and apparently apparently because of the addition of Miami and Vegas... 2024 might be the last time they run the Grand Prix in Monaco.
1: Was it you I was talking about it on the podcast before? Or maybe I read this somewhere, but apparently drivers hate uh, Monaco.
0: Of course they do. It's built in a city.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's so small. A lot of the turns are so like – they say it's like a wicked course uh, or trail course.
0: What what bitches? I hate it because it's hard. (laughs) That's exactly why it's so historic. Yo, so let's go to Monaco next year. Well, you got to have two requirements. Yeah, this actually might really speed up the process. So so hear me out. American Express normally does for like big events, they normally do like a ticket package you put together. So for last year's Monaco, they put together like you paid $15,000 and they covered your air. They covered. They gave you like a hotel to overlook the track and they covered like some amount of like dinners and alcohol. You did you just say fifteen thousand dollars? Fifteen thousand dollars, yes. I'm pretty sure. I, wait, how for how many people? One. I think it was for two or three, maybe. I'm pretty sure I could plan that trip <laughs> way cheaper, bro. Nah, dude, but like to get a hotel overlooking the racetrack. Why? I'm going to be at the race. I don't need to overlook that bitch. No, that's how you do it. You get a hotel that overlooks the racetrack, so you sit on your porch, or you sit on your overlook, and you drink while the race is happening. So I don't even get tickets to the actual race? I got to sit in my goddamn hotel to view this thing? I don't know, dude. I didn't buy the package. Well, why are you coming with incomplete information? That's very Eric of you. I don't know. Okay. (laughs)
1: Yeah, not good.
0: Okay. Yeah, so I'll do, I'll do, I'll do the Monaco Grand Prix.
1: That's dope. Um, for my last pick, um, I don't necessarily want to watch a game there. Um, and this may not be a good pick, but um, I'd <laughs> want to go to AT and T Stadium and burn it to the ground.
0: <laughs> so one of my favorite stories of all time is I have a buddy from high school. His name is Kyle Barber. He's been with his dad. They've been to all of the MLB stadiums. And when I say all of the MLB stadiums, when he was born, or basically like in his lifetime, he has been to every, like I think he's been to 36 MLB stadiums. So he went to the old, went to the old Yankees stadium, went to like the Astrodome, everything like that. But he was touring, uh, him and his dad were touring AT&T Stadium when it first got built. And somebody asked about capacity and they said, you know, the, the, very, the very Texan woman said, well, yeah, we built 20,000 more seats in the stadium. And my buddy turns to his father in a pack tour group, one of the first tours of AT&T Stadium. He goes, good. Now 20,000 more people can watch Tony Rowan choke in the playoffs.
1: Love it. That's the greatest story I've ever heard.
0: This is, it's kind of sad how much the common Cowboys dominate your line of thinking, though. You had a chance to pick any stadium in the
1: world. No, but to, to, no, but to, honestly, for, think about for it, example, it for example,
0: <laughs> the Daytona Five Hundred, the Indianapolis Five Hundred, Camp Nou, the Rose Bowl, and the one that I thought you guys would pick that I don't think you guys were thinking. Cotton Bowl, wouldn't it? What? Cotton Bowl. Cotton Bowl would be awesome. Rucker Park. Yeah, not for this list. Why not? It's a venue. No, I I would love to go to Rucker, but I, oh, yeah, no, no, no. No, I I'm just saying it's an honorable mention of like some of the like, yeah, like some bye. of the best venues in sports.
1: My guy could have picked any stadium. No, I was I was I was debating between like Park the Princess or the Burnabo, but you know yeah. the chances and <laughs> ATT on fire. The Wait, does that Interface. is that a ticket? Is that like the Monaco MX
0: a- 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 package? You gotta set it on fire. Yeah, we'll, I don't if I don't don't and we'll give you matches. <laughs> AT&T Stadium's tight. I saw WrestleMania there, and Shane McMahon jumped off the Helen Cell and tried to kill Undertaker, but he missed. Yeah, I mean, it is it is. Besides the team that plays there, it is an amazing stadium. It is a fan fucking tastic stadium. The way they designed the in and outs with the parking lots too. Like you don't really run into a, a gang of traffic when I when I was leaving. Right, I I was impressed with it. I thought it was a great stadium. It's like the new, it's like the new Mercedes Benz in Atlanta. I don't like the team that plays there, but goddamn, that's a it's a very impressive so, stadium. So that one is sexy. The the Minnesota Vikings Stadium. I want to go check that one out. Oh right, that, that one looks sexy as fuck. The Raiders. I'm I'm curious to see the fucking Roomba, the yes. Death Star Roomba. <laughs> Uh, I'm curious to see the Raiders for sure. I'm curious. I want to see that LA one though. The new one that just hosted the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just like that. It looks like a Rams head. Divergent. Yeah. So we're kind of transitioning topics here a little bit, but have you seen the Rams rings? So yeah. they are the they are the heaviest Super Bowl ring by Carrot. But if you take the face of the ring off. Inside the ring is a full stadium, stadium yeah. with, like, end zone writing, field lines, field goal posts. Eric, field goal posts in this thing. i got to look this up. Field goal posts are, like, if you look at your keyboard, field goal posts are, like, the size of a slash. It's actually really impressive. Yeah, it is really impressive. impressive. And everything's covered in time. <laughs> and then the, the thing that they, it was just, like, most carrots, most weight. Most, di- like it just kept most, 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 most set all these records. It was just like, goddamn, And th- this was like the Milwaukee Bucks ring all, all over again. Because the Milwaukee Bucks was the first one I saw where the top popped off and you could wear the top like a necklace. Yeah. And so that was the first one I saw. <clears throat> and so now the Rams were like, well, we have to do it bigger, better, faster, stronger. Like on so I just
1: found an article on the rings. Each ring – um, has pieces of the turf from the Super Bowl game. Oh, that's
0: that's pretty cool. I didn't even know that. That's impressive. It's amazing what they could do with these things, bro. It's amazing. Is there some sort of like outdoor stadium? That like, can- out, like what do you mean? I don't know. I was just thinking like the Roman some- Coliseum. Yeah, I wanted to pick that one, but I didn't pick that one because I, I was thinking like, you know how Red Rocks is that like outdoor amphitheater type feel. I was yeah. like wondering if there was anything like that. Yeah, I, uh, I don't. I can't think of any like major ones out of it off the top of my head. Yeah, that's just a uh, a general a wondering. All right, so I went first. My list is the Allianz Arena in Munich, and then I had uh, Wrigley. Field in Chicago, London Olympic Stadium, Madison Square Garden, and Torrey Pines Golf Course. Uh, Nick had Wimbledon, Old Trafford, Augusta National, Yankee Stadium, Monaco Grand Prix, and Eric had Stamford Bridge, Fenway, Talladega, Churchill Downs, and AT&T Stadium because he's a big-time Cowboys fan. and Can't stop about that. <laughs> Closet Cowboys fan, can't stop talking about it. Closet Cowboys fan. Alright, so um, I didn't mention this at the beginning of the podcast, but we will be splitting uh, each recording into two episodes for easier digestion. So for all the listeners uh, where this episode will contain the pop culture pick them. And now we're going to get into the NFC. Sorry, North. (laughs) He wanted to say West. So I I almost said West like three different times. bro. (laughs) Well, let's, let's, let's do this first before we get into our NFL preview. Let's talk about the absolute calamity that is the Kyler Murray contract. Okay, we go open can, with that. I'm, I'm all right you, with that. Because we've already covered the NFC West, and we said, what did we say, Eric? We said that the Cardinals are finishing dead last in that division.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, we yeah, fucking
0: unanimously. The Yeah, unanimously finishing dead last. We agreed Niners, Rams, Seahawks, and Cardinals. So, Eric, why don't you tell the people what the last, the 2022-2023 last place NFC West Arizona Cardinals did with their
1: franchise. <laughs> so uh they extended them. They gave him a five year extension. Um but uh, the kicker on the extension is then I'll just drop drop it and then let Nick go on a rant here. But apparently uh Kyler Murray um isn't studious and doesn't uh Well tell me you know, tell me
0: first of all it was two hundred and thirty million dollar extension for five years you said that how much guaranteed money
1: did he get? Uh guaranteed money was what, 160?
0: $160 guaranteed. Take me over his contract details of the next just three years in terms of base salary and signing bonus.
1: All right, let me get that article pulled back up real quick. Five years, 230.
0: That's crazy, I'm, bro. I believe you said this next year, 2022-23, he'll be paid $910,000 base salary, and he'll get $11 million in signing bonus.
1: Yeah. All right. So I got it here. So for 2022, um, 965,000 base, 11,700,000 signing. 2023, um, 2 million base, 5,800,000 signing, a $7,200,000 option, and a $1,000,000 workout.
0: Wait, Uh, what's the option?
1: It just, on this list, it just says option. The player option and team option. Let me see what it. Uh, That's a team option. That's a fantastic contract. It doesn't specify here.
0: Okay. All right. So keep going. And then
1: 2024 base salary 37 million, signing bonus uh, 5.8 mil. If he makes the roster, 850 thousand dollar bonus. Uh, option seven again. All the options are going to be seven million two hundred thousand, and then he's got to work out for a million. Uh, 2025. 18 million base, 5.8 signing bonus. If he makes the roster, the 53-man roster, 12.7 million bonus. And his workout is 1.8 for that year.
0: So um, before we read this, I'm going to stop you there because that's it just gets more ridiculous as we go on for that. I didn't know about I would like to see what that option is, what that Kyler Murray option is. Because if it is a team option, Jermaine, they just have to pay him the 160 guaranteed, right? I'm sorry, ask that question again. 160 guaranteed. Second year has an option. If it's a team option, they don't have to pay him the rest of his contract. They just have to pay him the guaranteed money, correct? Correct, which is because 100. So he takes it. It's 100. Here's what Eric was, was going to say Eric was going to say that there was a clause built into this contract that per week, the man that we just said, option option as a red herring that I just – as a distractor that I just threw in there. They The Arizona Cardinals just paid this man $160 million. They will pay him more, but right now they have guaranteed him $160 million. Yeah, There's a clause in his contract that every week he has to do independent study for four hours without phones, computers, or video games. I'm going to repeat that. You sitting at home, making, I don't think any of the people that listen to this podcast make more than, uh, I don't know, $150,000, are making, you put, if you're making $150,000, you put three more zeros on the end of your paycheck. And (laughs) all you have to do to prove to a team that you deserve that is study four hours a week without phones, video games, or, or the internet. I mean, like, I I don't know what it takes to play quarterback in the NFL anymore, but I know that I can do that. Yeah, I, <laughs> dude, it's unbelievable. So,
1: this isn't relative to what we're talking about, but I just had to – because we all know he got drafted by the, the athletics, right, for baseball? Right. His NFL contract is like $4 million short of the entire Oakland A's team.
0: That's an amazing statistic. <laughs> That's fucking wild, bro. Oh man, I'm trying well, to figure I guess, out if mean, I I guess guess you made, I I guess I you team made team the 100%. right choice, right? One hundred percent. He's the number one overall pick. I'm trying hey, to. I figure wonder if, I wonder if this if this includes a clause for the first eight games of the season. What's his bonus for playing well the first the last eight games of the season here? Wait, that's what was an that an actual question? That's a, that's just a uh, joke. You were supposed oh, to laugh, sorry. but you but you two are both looking up <laughs> stuff right.
1: No, it's cuz so I made the mistake of clicking on the Twitter option for the contract and seeing how the whole world is roasting them. and like I'm I'm like on tweet number 8 where it says I'll watch 10 hours of film for 230 million dollars. <laughs> like, come on, my guy. I'll watch I will I will watch 40 hours
0: of I'll I'll do double time. I'll watch 80 hours a week of film. To get paid double what I make, right? To make two hundred thirty thousand dollars.
1: This fucking dude said uh, Kyler Murray got the same deal that I have with my third and sixth grade children.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good. That's a good. That's a good tweet. That that belongs uh, higher up. That's
1: hilarious. That's so funny, dude. Somebody just posted a picture of Jamarcus Russell with uh, Kyler <laughs> Murray's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I mean, That's... I mean what a what a massive
0: win for Kyler Murray. And right now it looks like a massive loss for the Arizona Cardinals. You trust a man to pay him 130, 160 million dollars guaranteed, but you don't trust him to study four hours a week without phones, internet, or video games? Four okay. hours a week. Eric, it's... do a quick calculation for me. What's 24 times seven? <laughs> 24 times seven. Yeah, 168. 168. You're telling. Let's say Kyler Murray sleeps. You know, eight eight hours a night, which he's not. That's 56 hours. Minus that from a week over. You're telling me in the hundred hours that Kyler Murray has to devote to his life to being a professional football player, he cannot study four hours with distractions. Without without distractions. <laughs> without distractions. How do you give this man two hundred thirty million dollars?
1: Well, you probably shouldn't known. Can, but... can I? Just a quick question. If, if you were Kyler Murray, would you be pissed off at your agent right now? No.
0: <laughs> you have proven, as you're Kyler Murray, that you cannot sit for eight hours in a week. He can take Friday off. <clears throat> He could study one hour Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, take Friday and Saturday off to party, take Sunday off to recover, and get back to your four hours a week the next Monday. And his agent got him $160 million guarantee. Do I have like guy, Kyler Murray? I call up my agent, and I ask which hand I need to give him a hand job with. <laughs> That's what I ask him. If he would like the Deshaun Watson treatment. So here's here's the crazy thing. He got a twenty-nine million dollars signing bonus, right? And so he got eleven seven of that this year, and then he gets five five eight each year for the next four years, ending in twenty twenty six. His average salary is forty six million one hundred thousand dollars. His guaranteed at signing, so all he had to do to to guarantee this amount of money was put his name on a piece of paper, one hundred and four million. Three hundred thousand dollars. One hundred four million. If Kyler Murray does not switch agencies, using a standard agent fee, it's like three percent. His agent just made three point one million dollars. Man, and he couldn't so, even
1: he couldn't even spell it words correctly in a memo. I just uh, I googled some crazy contract clauses in sports history. Kurt Schilling had to um, he lost three million. He will he he had a bonus of three million dollars if he came into camp at the right weight.
0: Cristiano Ronaldo
1: has a clause in his contract that if any team wants to negotiate to buy him while he's under contract, the bidding starts at one billion euros. (laughs) I love that. His just to talk to him. AJ Burnett uh has a clause in his contract with the Blue Jays that he would have eight limos that he could (laughs) use around from Maryland in Maryland and Toronto.
0: Oh my god, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny, dude! <laughs>
0: and this is the, the, some of that stuff that we don't even hear. We don't even hear some of that stuff.
1: Yeah, Troy Gloss of the Diamondbacks got a clause if if uh, or not a clause, but one of the things is he gets two hundred fifty thousand a year for his wife's equestri- equestrian training and equipment. Some of these are ridiculous, my guys. One guy got That's a bulldozer. Hilarious.
0: Bobby Bonilla gets 1.1 <laughs> million dollars a year until 2037. <laughs> Just told me one guy gets a bulldozer. Bro. Yeah. His ace pitcher, Roy Oswalt, uh oh yeah, Roy Oswalt pitched for the uh pitched for the Astros. If Why he one won of these are baseball players.
1: <laughs> if he won one playoff game, he bought him an all-purpose tractor, aka bulldozer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can you imagine they're like, all right, we got it. we got it set out. We 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 agreed on one point two million instead of one point one million. He goes, Yeah, but wait. I want to be a bulldozer if I win one playoff game. I don't know if that's how Roy Oswald talks, but I figured
1: he does. I don't give a fuck. Since, <laughs> since nineteen ninety, Steve Young has received three point two million dollars a year from the Los Angeles Express of the USFL, and it ends in 2027.
0: Whoa, I did not know that. That's a fleece job, Stevie. Good job. Bro, that's crazy, bro. So the Los Angeles Express has to exist as an entity, correct, to pay Steve Young $3.1 million a year? I would say that's the minimum requirement, yeah, because if it doesn't exist, nobody's going to pay you.
1: All right. This is the last one. It's actually number one on the list. I wasn't going to read it until I read what it was. <sighs> yes. Spencer Pryor signed a contract with Cardiff City. He had them agree to eat sheep testicles and have physical liaisons with sheep. Wait, he wait, 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 he wait, wait. ate. See. Read it again. <laughs> yeah, please. It- to sign the contract with Cardiff City, prior had to agree to eat sheep's testicles and have physical liaisons with sheep. He had to
0: agree to it? Yeah. They're like, yo, we're going to pay you this amount,
1: but you need to. And like, the when owner, you say
0: physical liaisons, are you saying what I think you're saying?
1: I, that's what it's, it's highlighted here, and it says there are Stop two types of balls at fucking. this club. Yeah. there's two Welsh? Types of, he is Welsh. There are two types of balls at this club: footballs and sheep's balls. That's what the owner said to him.
0: Did Cardiff City not like the guy he just signed?
1: He ended up eating the testicles, and they were cooked with lemon and salt and parsley.
0: I mean, they're probably done really well. They're a professional football team. They have probably have a very good chef. But so he the, had that's, to that's eat. not sheep sheep testicles to sign the contract. Yeah, that's not the one I'm concerned about. Rocky Mountain oysters are bull testicles, and they taste good when they're fried, right? I- I'm not concerned about that, nor should you, Jermaine.
1: Apparently, it was okay. So I'm reading a little bit more. You Apparently you're star your It's a tradition for player. players on you the team, have- and was thought to bring them good luck. To have physical liaisons with the sheep.
0: I'm I very con- I'm concerned with this. We're moving on. We're we've spent too much time on this. I don't want to sorry. hear any more about Leeds. Are, are the PC police? Are the PC police getting to Eric though? Because normally Eric would say he made a, we made an English football player, a Welsh football player. Fuck a sheep, but he's moved on. He
1: doesn't want to get canceled this week. You look, PC is, is a beast of its own, dude. I'm I'm good on that. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and get to the NFC North
0: preview. If you made it this far in the podcast, we thank you because that was painful to listen to. <laughs> And uh, so, obviously, the NFC North is Green Bay, Minnesota, Chicago, and Detroit. They finished in that order last year. Uh, I'll get you the records right now. So, Green Bay finished 13 and 4, Minnesota finished 8 and 9, Chicago 6 and 11, and Detroit 3 and 13. All right. And now we'll start with Green Bay since they won the division. Green Bay. Traded Devontae Adams to the Raiders. Uh, Whitney Merciless retired. Uh, they lost uh, Equinemius St. Brown and Marquez Valdez Scantling to the Bears and Chiefs, respectively. Three offensive linemen departed. That's, uh, that would be Dennis Kelly, Lucas Patrick, Billy Turner. And you have um, Zadarius Smith to the Vikings. And Kevin King also departed as well. Let's see who they signed. Uh, wow, this is <laughs> – they signed Robert Tunyon. Oh. Uh, it's only five players. Robert Tunyon to a one-year deal. Chiefs defensive tackle Jaron Reed to a one-year deal. Linebacker Devondre Campbell, five years, $50 million. And Rasul Douglas, three years, $21 million. And they signed the uh, Bears punter Pat O'Donnell. Um, And they also signed Aaron Rodgers to a ridiculous contract. I don't know why he wasn't on that list. But Okay, so, Eric, what is the over-under for the Green Bay? Uh,
1: so the over-under for Green Bay uh, this year, um, the over is minus 110, the under is minus 110, and it's set at 11.
0: Over is minus 110, under is minus 110, and it's set at 11. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, Nick, do you have the schedule pulled up for the Green Bay Packers? I do. And this type of schedule I've seen, and and we'll, I'll ask your opinion on this: How well do you think a late bye week factors into a team's performance? Green Bay has a bye week in Week 14. I think, I think it's too late. I think there's like a sweet spot that you want. That breaks up the season in half, right? Um, week fourteen feels too late for me. But if you're if you're hurt going into week fourteen, you're probably super fucking pumped. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was gonna say if you get hurt, like it, those players are gonna be exhausted. But yeah. That that notwithstanding, or I guess keep that in mind when you consider Green Bay's over under of eleven. They opened the season uh, at Minnesota play Chicago at home at Tampa Bay, three home games, New England, the Giants and the Jets, three road games, the Commanders, the Bills and the Lions, two home games, the Cowboys and the Titans, two road games, the Eagles, the Bears, a bye week in week 14, as previously mentioned, a home game against the Rams on the road in Miami, and then they end the year with two home games, the Vikings and the Lions. This is not a terribly difficult schedule. Nope. I mean, the yeah. what, what, I, what I would say is you, for good for good schedules or, or for for good years, you want to play bad teams or you want to play good teams at home and you want to play bad teams on the road. They're one tough game looking at it, Tampa Bay week three, away in Tampa Bay, but then they play New England, the Giants, the Jets at home. They play the Commanders, the Bills, and the Lions away. They play the Cowboys and the Titans at home. They play Eagles and uh, Bears away with the Rams at home. And then they finish the year Vikings, Lions, and Dolphins away. All right, so what are your feelings over underwise? I think eleven seems like a fantastic number. I don't I can't pick either either way. I don't I see them winning eleven games. So <laughs> right. If I pick but I don't under, see them winning more than eleven or less than eleven. If I pick under, uh they need to win ten. If I pick over, they gotta win ten. Where's where's my half game? Right. Vegas, yeah.
1: you fucking cocks.
0: Yeah, Vegas so says- sometimes Vegas sometimes knows what they're doing.
1: The loss of Devontae the lack of any other type of really receiver is Aaron Rodgers just that good. And yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Cause look, I was going to go under,
0: go look at Aaron Rodgers career numbers. When Devontae Adams doesn't play his QBR goes up and he's less predictable. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like Tom Brady all those years with, you know, <laughs> Devon Branch as his wide receiver. Yeah, but the hodgepodge amalgam of wide receivers they have up there with Christian Watson and Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard and Sammy Watkins. and Well, they'll get it done. Robert Tanya will get it done. And Aaron Jones, I don't know if I asked you to look this up, but I need an Aaron Jones reception total if they have it. Aaron Jones is about to have 100 receptions this year. Yeah, 100%. Not AJ, that. AG Dylan's gonna get all the rush work, and Aaron Jones is just gonna be out there running routes and dusting linebackers for little There, later. there has got to be. I mean, I, what what would you set your number at that you would not go over for Aaron Jones receptions? Ninety-two. You would not go over. So you just said he'd get hundred, and you wouldn't go over ninety-two. Yeah, I would not bet it.
1: Okay. You think he's gonna get ninety-two receptions this year?
0: Yes. Yeah, and I'm. I'm probably going to agree with them. Do you think that's crazy? Did you see the, the NFC championship game? Aaron uh, Rodgers I mean, targeted Aaron Jones like 16 times in the championship game. It, I mean, with Devontae De- Adams last De- Devonte year. Devontae Adams was on the field. <laughs> like, <laughs> with Devontae Adams last year, Eric, Aaron Jones still had 52 uh, receptions in 15 games.
1: Damn, I, was, I thought he was going to get like – I was going to say like 50. That's crazy.
0: He already does that. Yeah, he already does that. And he plays two less games. Like, that's what I'm saying. Aaron Jones is about to get work, bro. Aaron Jones is going to be out there putting motherfuckers on skates and catching passes, bro. He's You know how Kamara and McCaffrey – they always have like the absurd catch totals, like McCaffrey. I'm pretty sure he broke 100 receptions in, in one of the healthy years. And Kamara he had, broke like, his ankle, yes. And Kamara had like three straight seasons of like 82 receptions. Uh, yeah, that's what I that's what I'm predicting for Aaron Jones this year. I'm predicting him to do that this year. So, Eric so, hey, Adams was targeted 169 times last year. So those passes got to go to someone. (laughs) Those targets got to go somewhere. And it ain't going to Robert Tongan. And here's the other thing. Like, the Packers have so many vacated targets because Marquez Valdez-Scantling is gone as well. True. Yeah. Let's look up. Let's look at uh, Valdez-Scantling, too. Yeah. So Aaron. Yeah, targeted 55 times. Aaron. So that's over two. That's probably a third of Aaron Rodgers' pass attempts are gone. Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon are going to be on the field at the same time, a fuck ton. Like a crap ton. So you're already working it back from fuck ton? (laughs) So Aaron Jones, any receiving bets you can get for those listeners out there, we don't have a reception total for Aaron Jones, but if you have a site that gives you reception totals, go hammer that because that's exactly what you should be doing. So I know we kind of deviated and got into the player portion of it already, but I'm going to go ahead and move into the very next team. Uh, The Minnesota Vikings got second place in the NFC North last year at eight and nine. They were eliminated from the playoffs and did not finish above 500. Um, Interesting departure notes for them. Their head coach, Mike Zimmer at the time has been fired. And he has been replaced by – that is a great question. Eric, can you give me who replaced him for Minnesota? Yeah. I'm I blanked. Um, yeah, so they brought in a new GM and a new coach. So it's a completely different offense. I know it's pass first. Why did, I think he came from the Chargers, if I'm not mistaken. But some of the player uh, personnel that departed, Wayne Gallman, uh Tyler Conklin, Everson Griffin, Uh, Sheldon Richardson, Anthony Barr, Mackenzie Alexander, and Xavier Woods. Uh,
1: Go ahead. He was the Rams offensive coordinator for the past two years, and his name is Kevin O'Connell.
0: Kevin O'Connell, yep. Okay, so that's definitely a very pass-happy team. And some of the signings that they made, uh, Harrison Phillips left the Bills to join them. Um, Zadarius Smith left the Packers. And stayed in division, signing a three-years, $42 million contract. And then Cardinals linebacker Jordan Hicks signed a two-years, $10 million contract. Um, So that brings us to that.
1: Eric, go ahead and give us the over-under. So for Minnesota, the over is minus 115. The under is minus 105. And the line has been set at 9. I think that's
0: a great number. So, looking at Minnesota's schedule, the same issue that we just talked about with Green Bay, flip it on its head. Minnesota has a bye week in week seven. Yeah, that's too early. The the sweet spot you want, in my opinion, is week nine to week 12. Yeah. All right. So, before the bye week, they open at home against the Packers – then they play the Eagles on the road, three straight home games, Lions, Saints, Bears. Go to Miami to play the Dolphins, bi-week, week seven. Cardinals at home, two road games with the Commanders and the Bills. Three home games, Cowboys, Pats, Jets. They go into Detroit, two home games, uh, Colts and Giants, and then two road games to end the year, Packers and Bears. Oh, this is a really tough. <laughs> That's a that schedule and this team is very tough to I mean Kirk Cousins is still the quarterback. Right. And anytime you bet on the Vikings, you're betting on Kirk Cousins. And I don't know how comfortable I am with that. What do you got on this one, Nick? Couple of tough road games, Green Bay week 17, Buffalo week 10. Uh, you get an Arizona at home in Week Eight. Uh, you oh. get Green. You get Green Bay to start the year. I don't know, man. I, I'm almost, I'm almost convinced the over is going to hit.
1: I but think I, they, well, I
0: think they compete for the division title I, this year. I like nine <laughs> as a number. I, I don't. <laughs> what you, what you just? I mean, it's, 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 it's this. It's the sports fan in me. Versus the statistician in me looking at this schedule. And if you went strength V strength on paper, they could win. They could compete for the division. right? Right. What did you just say though? Kirk cousins is a quarterback. And if I bet over nine wins, I'm betting Kirk cousins over nine wins. And I think I, I mean, in the dynasty league, I drafted Adam Thielen and I drafted Kirk cousins because I think Kirk cousins is going to have a good year. I I I almost I can't say I'm going to take the under now because then I would not be believing in myself. So I'll give me the over nine. Yeah, uh, I think it's over as well. And um, I'm going to call it over nine, and I'm going to justify every single game on, on the schedule that they could win it. So I'm going. I'm going over. I like that nine win total. I do think the team going moving away from that Mike Zimmer slog fest of an offense, you know, just really bogged down the flow of the game. I think unleashing Justin Jefferson and all them is, is, should do wonders for this offense, especially if they throw the ball to the running back for the love of God, please, please do that. Um, I'm going over here. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I mean, also, you, you know, didn't get Adam Thielen, remember? Oh, I didn't. I I was high. I was high on Adam Thielen. I did draft Kirk Cousins though. Um, you look at a guy uh, like Justin Jefferson. As I as I type it in wrong here in the football reference, even in a Mike Zimmer offense, Justin Jefferson last year was targeted 167 times, 108 receptions, 1600 yards, and 10 touchdowns. His rookie year. 125 targets 88 receptions 1400 yards and seven touchdowns you're telling me I can get Justin Jefferson Eric read the props for Justin Jefferson this year
1: uh for Justin Jefferson um, his over under for reception yards is 1350.5 his receiving touchdowns is 9.5 and his receptions is 102.5
0: so here's the thing you just told me that Aaron or that uh, Justin Jefferson, in a pass in a well in a not run heavy offense has going to get less yards than he's got at any time in his career <laughs> that doesn't no. seem like it makes sense to me now 102 receptions he got 108 last year in a run in a in a run um in a run heavy offense he got 10 touchdowns last year he's 17 touchdowns in his first two years in the league i am hammering Justin, Jeffer, Jeff, Justin De- Jefferson Overs. Jeez, I cannot talk to him. But Justin Jefferson Overs, I'm hammering every single one of them. So you're going the trifecta of Overs. The trifecta of Overs. And parlay them together, too, for good measure. I like it. Parlay like with a Minnesota Vikings division championship. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't bet against Aaron Rodgers, no. bro. No. Well, unless he's in the playoffs. Um I would would like to see like a, like a Justin Jefferson, Kirk cousins, combo parlay. So parlay, what, what do we have for Kirk cousins in terms of, in terms of 4,200 yards, yards, 31 and a half tutties, 4,200 yards. Okay. So Kirk cousins, since he has been in Minnesota, has thrown the ball for over 4,200 times or over 4,200 yards, three of the four times, three of the four years. He has thrown over 32 touchdowns two of the the last two years. So, yes, I'd like to parlay. All right, so you got Kirk Cousins, the double effect of overs as well. Kirk Cousins, 4,200 yards in 16 games. Yes, I'll take another game and over 4,200 yards in a a not run heavy offense. I'm with you, bro. I hear it. I like that. The very next team on our board is the Chicago Bears. They finished third last year at six and eleven, and uh, that record is uh, actually a bit more generous than how they performed. <laughs> and let's get into some of the departures. Are you guys ready for this list? It is it's oh. fucking staggering. Let me hear how the six and eleven Bears have improved their team. All right. So this is departures, and then I'll tell you additions. Andy Dalton to the Saints, Nick Foles to the Colts, Tariq Cohen, free agent, Damian Williams to the Falcons, Damir Bird to the Falcons, Jakeem Grant to the Browns, Marquise Goodwin to the Seahawks, Allen Robinson to the Rams, Jimmy Grandpa retired, Jesse James left, Jermaine Fetty went to the Falcons, Jason Peters is a free (inaudible) agent, (웃음) James (inaudible) Daniels ( Vader) went (mumbles) to ( sunset) the (iency) Steelers, Elijah (reshold) Wilkinson (inaudible) went to the Falcons, Eddie (hammer]. Goldman [S) went (avored�) to ( beacon洲) the (iences) Falcons and then retired (ried) in ( blat辛な) six days. Akeem Hicks went to the Buccaneers. Bilal Nichols went to the Raiders, Khalil Mack was traded to the Chargers. Bruce Irvin, Alec Ogletree, and Danny Trebaton left the team. Artie Burns went to the Seahawks. Deion Bush went to the Chiefs. Tashawn Gibson is a free agent. And Pat O'Donnell went to the Packers. <laughs> Now starting at outside linebacker, <laughs> Jermaine colon Mendez. High motor, high motor, ladies oh and gentlemen. Oh my God. Real love of the game there at safety with Eric Washington. Like, Jesus, bro. Holy that's... cow. Am I am I backing up Justin Fields this year? I think, I think, uh, I think David Montgomery is the backup quarterback, dude. That's how bad that oh. they did, and they didn't sign it. Like, what? Look, these are the additions. Uh, They added a fullback from the Titans, Byron Pringle uh, left the Chiefs, Uh, Equinemius St. Brown left the Packers, they added two offensive linemen, they added Justin Jones from the Chargers, Uh, Al-Quddin Muhammad from the Colts, Nicholas Morrow from the Raiders, like you don't know any of these players, and these were all one or two year deals. The largest contract was a two-year, ten million dollar deal. Justin Fields right. is being sacrificed to the gods. <laughs> All right, Eric, give me something juicy for an over/under, please. Uh,
1: so the over under is, <laughs> is minus one hundred and fifty. The under is plus one hundred and twenty-five, and the what? line has been set at six and a half. Are you fucking kidding me? I could get the under plus money.
0: Yeah. Yeah, right all now, right, folks. I'd like to stop the podcast, have a moan of from Vegas and Vegas' is money. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this, bet the under, and if it doesn't hit, we apologize. But the list of <laughs> names that I just read off departing that team, and they didn't replace it with any talent, I think Justin Fields is throwing to himself. I got the under, just like right. I've got the over for the Vikings. I've got the under for Minnesota. Uh, those are my two bets in this division. Chicago will finish arguably worst team in the league this year. Yeah. I, I like, I, I don't know. Like I'll, I'll, I'll start by going, by going through their schedule again, a late bye week. So if they're playing if they're banking on the rookies, well, the rookies don't get a bye week until week 14, open the season at home against San Francisco, Green Bay on the road, Houston at home, giants on the road, Vikings on the road, commanders at home, then a brutal stretch of New England-Dallas away. Then two home games, Miami and the Lions. Two road games, Falcons and the Jets. Green Bay at home, by week week 14. Two home games, Eagles and Bills. Then at the Lions and at home against Minnesota to finish the year. Here's the thing. If you hadn't read me off the departures I would have thought okay this will be in the eight this would be a 500 season for the Bears. I just i, I can't I, I can't at plus 125 I can't in good conscience advise the good people of room 303 to not take the under this who's on the defense i I don't even know a defensive starter anymore yeah I don't I don't know I think they still have that safety, Eddie, who left the Packers.
1: They got Roquan, Roquan Smith, who just held out today.
0: <laughs> oh, him. that's right. He did. I, I saw forgot. that. I oh, forgot about no. that, dude. Oh. Roquan Smith is holding out because he knows he's the defense. Yeah, he's yeah. like, he's I the, can he get. Is the second level. I can get paid. <laughs> he's like, you can play no one else.
1: Can we bring – what are Pac-Man Jones and Tank Williams doing right now? All right, so I'm going to read this defense. This is their their base 4-3 starting defense. Left edge, Al Quayden, Muhammad. Left at, uh, DT, Chris Tonga. Right DT, Justin Jones. Right edge, Robert Quinn. Linebacker, Nicholas Morrow. Roquan Smith holding out. Other linebacker, Matt Adams. And then for the secondary, they got Jalen Johnson, Jaquan Brisker, Eddie Jackson, and Duke Shelley.
0: Eddie Jackson is, yo, that defense is going to be bad,
1: bro. I think they win three games. <laughs> I,
0: I do. I want, if you can find this odds for us, Eric, uh, while we get yeah, into player you. props, but Bears to finish worst in the NFL. Oh,
1: Empowered. they actually do have that. Let me see here.
0: Yep. Um, Team future. All right. So, uh, Nick, you already went with your Cousins and Jefferson props. I'm going to go ahead and take the Aaron Jones rushing receiving yards over 13. Uh, So I'm going with the over on that. Um, And we have a couple of interesting bets here. Darnell Mooney at 950 uh, yards. It feels like a lock to me as long as he stays healthy. Uh, I mean, who else do they have? Exactly. So I'm going over yards. I don't think this offense scores a ton of points, so I'm staying away from Bears touchdown projections. Um, I'm on Ross St. Brown. Uh, fantasy breakout darling of last year is at 850 over. I don't want anything to do with his, his uh lines just because I don't know how he's gonna perform when the actual stars of that offense are back. TJ Hawkinson was down when he was balling out, right. Uh, they added Jamison Williams, who should be coming back. They added DJ Shark.
1: I thought um, I'm on Ross St.
0: Brown was on the Lions. Yeah, that's, I said that, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: All right. Oh, wait, I've gotten into player props, and we haven't even yeah. done the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, real quick, real quick, real quick. So I can't find if they'll be the worst team in the league. I'm going to keep searching the website. But they are the favorites to have the fewest points in the regular season. <laughs> hey. what, 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 what,
0: what is What is that? What's the favorite?
1: Uh, plus one ten. Hammer it! I don't. If I as soon as you said plus, hammer it. And then it's, <laughs> well because everybody. So like the worst team is plus five thousand for that bet. So they have like, they're they're the favorites to get it, but they're still plus money. But it's three hundred and fifty point five regular season points would be the lowest. Is what they're putting
0: and, the line at. And so that's three fifty divided by seventeen equals. So they they have them at. Twenty point five eight points per game. Can we, can we say they allow the most points? Can I parlay that with? Detroit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like it allows the most points. <laughs> All right, so let me get into the Detroit Lions, which I unceremoniously skipped. They finished last year three and thirteen and one. Um, absolute darlings of the NFLs. Uh, their head coach is unanimously beloved for how crazy he is as a human being. Uh, let's get into some of their departures. Wide receiver Kaderil Hodge went to the Falcons. Uh, dude, Atlanta needs receivers, and they just sign, like, the worst ones. Uh, <laughs> Nick Williams, defensive tackle, departed. Linebacker Trey Flowers is a free agent. Linebacker Jalen reeves Mabin went to the Texans. And safety Dean Marlowe departed. They had a safety called Dean Martin? Did I say it? I thought I said Martin. No, you, you said it right. Oh, Okay. Detroit. Let me see their additions. But Detroit has uh, Tim Boyle, David Blaub, their backup quarterbacks. <laughs> they added DJ Shark. They re-signed Josh Reynolds uh, and uh, brought in Khalif Raymond. They signed Garrett Griffin, the tight end, and then they signed a center, Evan Brown, probably to be a uh, backup. Then they signed uh, defensive end Charles Harris, linebacker Josh Woods, linebacker Alex Anzalone linebacker Sean Dion Hamilton, Uh, linebacker Chris Ford, cornerback Mike Hughes, safety Jalen Elliott, safety Tracy Walker, and safety C.J. Moore, and they absolutely crushed the NFL draft this year. So Detroit is one of my sleeper picks this year. Detroit's over is minus 115, and the under is minus 105 for six and a half. And I have Detroit smashing that over. So they open the season with Philadelphia and the Commanders at home. Go to the road to play Vikings, Seahawks at home. On the road against the Patriots, that week six bye week. Like Jermaine said, the the good spot, I would say, is, is probably nine through 12. I'd agree with that. But a week six bye week. On the road against the Cowboys. Home, two home games, Dolphins and Packers. Two road games, Bears and Giants. Three home games: Bills, Jags, Vikings. Two road games: Jets and Panthers. They finish out the season with a home and away against the Bears and the Packers. Uh, yeah, I already said my piece. Over six and a half. Yeah, I mean, you look at. I mean, they, they they got some hard they got some hard games, but at least you split up the at least you split up the road trips between New England and and Dallas, which could be a season killer uh, with a bye week. You split up, you know, you, you know, you split up Dallas and Green Bay with a Miami game at home, and then you go play, and then you play. I mean, here's the thing: to end the season from week ten on, tell me of which one of these games the Lions don't have a chance of winning. You ready? Mm-hmm. Week ten at Chicago, at the Giants versus Buffalo is probably the one that we're saying no, right? Yeah, I think they lose that one. Yeah, versus the Jags, versus the Vikings. At the Jets, at the Panthers, versus Chicago at the at the Packers. I just described nine games in which we're only – we're saying most of them are a toss-up, right? They have a shot in se- seven of those nine. Seven of so, – so let's say – let's just say they're a toss-up. And we'll say 50-50 and we'll split them down the middle. Hell, we'll split them three and three and four. They just went three and six during that – during that stretch. Now you're telling me they get Eagles, Commanders, Seahawks, Dolphins, all at home. Those are games that can win. Definitely. That's 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 our over right there. I'm I'm with Jermaine. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over on this Detroit team. I'm high on this Detroit team. I want Detroit to have some modicum of success. Um that's city- out the ACT words today the stat city that franchise they deserve better and i feel like they put together a team that can win some games no i don't know i'm not i'm not saying the lions playoffs (laughs) but i'm i'm definitely riding with the lions over six and a half i think it's a great bet um all right now we'll get into the props uh aj dylan five and a half rushing touchdowns over. yeah yeah over rushing TD. um and deandre swift is a conundrum uh aj Dillon had five rushing touchdowns by the way last year oh yeah okay that's free money <laughs> i'm loving that bet uh David Montgomery, over 900 and a half yards, yes. Yeah, Um, I mean, that one's – if David Montgomery doesn't get get injured, he clears that, uh, I mean, pretty – he may clear that by the bye week. (laughs) And then over seven and a half receiving touchdowns for Thielen. I'm taking that. Uh, I will always bet Thielen over touchdowns until Thielen completely falls off his rocker and cannot play football anymore. That may be this year. Uh, I'm I'm willing to put the bet in and, and, and ride. Um, Uh, David Montgomery is the starting running back for the bears has only, has only started uh, a max of 14 games in the two seasons. He was the starter in 2020. He rushed for over a thousand yards. And in 2021 playing in 13 games, he rushed for 849 yards. (laughs) Oh, David Montgomery, bro. That dude, I feel bad for the guy. (laughs) What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, it is extremely likely that he rushes for over 900 yards. Yeah. So, those three new additions to the prop bets are what I'm taking, as well as the Darnell Mooney over yards and the Aaron Jones combined over yards. These two are pretty fascinating. I wanted to get your guys' viewpoints on them DeAndre Swift and Dalvin Cook. For combined yards It's 1400 and a half for Swift And then 1500 and a half for Dalvin Cook I think everyone is extremely High on Dalvin Cook I think Dalvin Cook In a Run first offense He has rushed For 1100 1500 and 1100 yards Playing in 14, 14 And 13 games of the last three seasons <laughs> So, yo, the over for Dalvin Cook looks good then. Yeah, and 13 touchdowns, 16 touchdowns, and then six touchdowns. Ooh, and he's going to have a regression, a positive touchdown regression? I would think so. Ooh, Dalvin Cook might be a hitter this year, bro. So I'm going to put my last bet in over for Dalvin Cook combined yards. I just think that'll be a fun bet to watch all year. So uh, a few of the awards, uh, we have Aaron Rodgers, MVP, plus 1,000. Kirk Cousins, MVP, plus 5,000. That's comical. Uh, and then Aiden Hutchinson, Defensive Rookie of the Year at plus 550. You almost have to bet the A-Rod MVP, don't you, at 1,000? At least brought- throw some That's pizza put- money on it. So you want you want that one? I'll throw some pizza money on it if I can get him at a thousand. Like he's gonna be in the conversation. Yeah, for sure. Especially because everyone's gonna talk about he doesn't have Devontae Adams. Right. So yeah, they're gonna do that. I I want I want the under on Justin Fields everything except for his interceptions. I want the over on that. <laughs> so you're going uh, Fields double factor under. Double factor under correct. And and if I can bet Justin Fields to not be the quarterback in week 16, I will also take that bet. <laughs> God damn, you just bearing the boy, bro. I'm dude, look, I'm not bearing him. The Chicago Bears are by releasing most of the their active roster. Bro, this is why I keep this is why all offseason this is, I said it today's podcast, but all offseason I've been asking you guys, is Justin Fields being sacrificed to the gods? Yes. This is the exact reason why I asked this question, bro. That shit's unreal, bro. It left an unsavory taste in my mouth. The Bears made a deal in 19. They made a deal that for Rex Grossman to be a good quarterback, every quarterback that came after him would be sacrificed at some point to the football gods. Almost got him a Super Bowl. Almost got him a Super Bowl if it weren't for PFM. <laughs> pure fucking magic <laughs> alright so that wraps up this uh, portion of the pod thank you for listening as always follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room 303 I've been your host Jermaine Colon-Mendez this has been my co-host Nicholas Morihan and as always we have with us EPE we'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room